Assalamualaikum and welcome back to uh, the second part of our show, Verbal Outpost, where we've been discussing veganism um, and if it's had any sort of effect on Muslims and whether we should try to incorporate more of a plant-based diet. Um, in the first part, we sort of spoke about um, whether we're doing that, whether us the co hosts are trying to have more of a plant-based diet. We talked about animal welfare. Um, we talked about sort of the impact it's had on sort of society and you know the negative impact. We want to go into that a little bit more now uh, on the second part. So what I want to focus on now is what sort of impact has it had? So we've spoken about health reasons. Now that seems to be sort of the majority um, view on why most people go vegan um, but there are other benefits that it may have had on society and I'm just wondering if that's something you guys have come across I mean me personally I was I realized that people are now more considerate of dietary needs so when you're out and about if you're having a meeting um, at work and they're ordering food in I feel like they're a lot more considerate about what everyone eats whereas before especially for Muslims, the whole halal option wouldn't ever really come up. Uh, depend obviously, this is primarily based on if you're working in a non-Muslim organization, where now it's like, oh, are you vegan? Are you vegetarian? You know, or whatever. Even Muslim now, they'll think, okay, halal, what can he eat? I feel like they're a little bit more considerate. That's one of the things I've sort of noticed among people that I've worked with anyway. If you guys have noticed any other positive things about this? I think just I think just on that point, um, people are a little bit more considerate. So ju just actually, I think vegans gone way ahead of halal food. So if mm. you have a look at a Pizza Hut menu or Domino's or whatever it is, um, I just so happened to be looking yesterday, they had a lot of vegan options. And I thought, oh, man, you know, it, it would have been good if they had some halal options as well. <laughs> so I, I, I think it's good. And I think particularly in the food industry as well, there's much more... Uh, care into preparing food and things like allergens as well so allergies have increased quite significantly over the past few years so if you think of dairy-free or gluten-free that's become much more prevalent in recent years along with veganism um, so I think that's a positive however I've realized the one thing we haven't spoken to and I don't want to take it off topic but there's I think there's a lot of stigma well, yeah, positive and negative around veganism. I think there's a lot of politics. I think it's a very loaded term. So we've been talking about it in its purest form. But I think as soon as you start taking it outside and you start taking it to other people, for example, in the workforce, um, it becomes a little bit more loaded. We can, go into that next, yeah, we can go into that next. Yeah. I was going to ask about any sort of negative... Um, okay, if okay. you had any I'm negative just... opinions on sort of veganism and whatnot, so I mean, okay. let's focus on the positives. Okay. <laughs> uh, Rio, did you have Jump any sort of? <laughs> yeah. Do you have any positives? Anything you've seen or come across? Um, nothing really from my side. I mean, obviously you mentioned about the um, the the expansion, if you'd like, in, in the food industry about availability, um, and I guess that's perhaps because it's seen as a as a wider demographic to cater for, and therefore a better business opportunity in that respect yeah definitely because obviously if you look at supermarkets as well they've got whole sections dedicated to vegetarian vegan products now whereas before it was sort of mixed in a bit or be a bit maybe a bit harder to find whereas now you see big signs sort of pointing to it and as hamza said as well the thought about allergens and stuff whatnot they have free from ranges as well sections where it says free from the go there um so i think 
that's quite great and amazing as well. And I was thinking as well, as a Muslim, where before, let's say 15, 20 years ago, we'd go out to eat uh, in a non-Muslim uh, establishment, a restaurant or takeaway or whatnot, the options for things to eat would be very limited in terms of the vegetarian options. It'd be, if it's Pizza Hut, you'd have one vegetarian pizza and that's it. You know, whereas your friends or other people, they'd have all these options. Whereas now, um, as Ham said on the menu, there's many more options because now vegan meat is a thing. So they've got mega, vegan alternatives to meat products and they're making pizzas out of it. Yeah, yeah that, that, those vegan alternatives, in my experience, are not very nice. I enjoyed it. I had one from Domino's actually. Yeah, so yeah. at my work, yeah, at my, my workplace, they were ordering pizzas in where normally I would have just uh, picked the vegetarian option. But the Domino was it Domino's? It might have been Papa John's actually. Uh, I think. Sorry, apologies, Papa John's, and their vegan option pizza was actually really nice. I actually really enjoyed it. So it would have been the cheese that would have been replaced because there's no the 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 vegan and the salami. So they had um, a vegan version of salami. Okay. Uh, or pepperoni, whatever you want to call it, um, yeah. and that was actually really nice. It was plant-based. Um, I enjoyed it anyway, and I thought that's quite interesting now that Muslims could potentially go out and not worry as much when they're eating out. If they can't find a halal place to eat at, they don't have to worry as much because there's more options. To I be honest, that was quite I mean, a big positive. To be honest, I mean, depending on the place you go to as well, there's always a as 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 a Muslim, there's always the seafood option as well. So. Mm. There is always that option on top yeah. of the vegetarian. Sorry, when I speak about it, I'm allergic to fish. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. uh, which, uh, as a Bengali person, um, I get a lot of discrimination about that, but I can't help it. That's <laughs> how Allah's made me. Um, so when I go out to eat, the fish isn't always an option. So I've always thought, okay, what do I eat? Okay, the vegetarian option. Oh, just one vegetarian dish that's on that menu. You haven't really got a choice. This is <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, I'm happy about it that there's more um, options on a menu um, because it gives me alternatives. So yeah. I'm happy about. It. I mean, that as that's one of the positives um, I've noticed. Um, do, do you guys? I mean, we sort of spoken about positives. So what about the negatives? I know Hamza, you had something you wanted to sort of discuss. Well, actually, just on the positives as well. So I know we already talked about it before as well, but just everybody being much more mindful about what they consume and eat, I think is is, mm. is, a, is a fantastic thing on top of what you mentioned as well about more diversity on menus. So I, I think that's all a great thing. So I think we should thank veganism and the sort of push towards that. However, having said that, there are some crazy people out there as well who promote veganism. And I think it's become a bit of a fashion trend at the moment. Mm among some people and that slightly frustrates me um just a minority who always they'll jump onto any bandwagon honestly if it's just eating uh pure red meat seven days a week they'd be doing that because it's the end thing so i just have a slight i i i think there's a there's a real hodgepodge of different stuff um within that term veganism so i think we're focused on the good parts of it, which is great. But then there is also that slightly shadier part as well, which slightly frustrates me. Um, and just some of the crazy people out there who push for veganism and end up resorting to violence and harming people or vandalism. Um, and doing illegal acts. Yeah, doing illegal stuff to promote veganism. I, I, I have an issue with that. I think that's a problem. Those things seem almost 
anti-veganism doesn't any violence and and whatnot when you're trying to promote peace amongst the world and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, to them, I mean, yeah, as it's wrong, uh, but they're like, look, you're killing animals, you, you know, you stop eating meat, and they'll just do whatever they, you know, whatever they want, really, and just think the mm. rules and law don't apply to them, you know. We we're out there murdering animals, you know. So I, I can see why they go a bit crazy. Not that to say that's justified. But, but then you know what? But you, you know what? Also on the flip side, there's a lot of people that make a lot of fun and belittle people that are vegans. Um, and and I've possibly partly done that when I was speaking a, a few seconds ago. So, but 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 I think you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. And there are some people on the flip side as well, big meat eaters that slag off absolutely all vegans saying they're all crazy and, you know, yeah, they've got no meat or muscle on them and they're not leading proper fulfilling diets or lives as a result of being vegan. So I think, again, it's on a spectrum and it's kind of in the middle is where we should be. Is there Definitely any other negatives man. I was going to mention? Sorry, is there any other negatives? The only other negative, I mean, from a consumer's point of view, I guess, is, you know, sometimes you find that the price is almost double, triple of your normal standard product um, when you look for the vegan option. And, you know, if we're in a society where people are on minimum wage, maybe a little bit above, the price factor alone is going to be an offput. And the funny thing is the ingredients, Actually, there's two things. So the ingredients, if you can, if you compare the ingredients for vegan products, if you take a pakora as an example, mm-hmm. the ingredients in there are a fraction of the price for. Yeah. If, if if you just chuck in some meat, like a chicken pakora, right? There's there's quite a big price difference between the two, just by adding meat. So, yeah, th- there is a increased price even when the ingredients are cheaper but i mean i, I guess a new industry and yeah, there's less economies of scale so it has to be priced a bit higher but then the second issue that i have is around the quality if you just have a read of the ingredients on uh, one of these alternative meat products you'd be surprised at the quality and just the chemicals and just the, just the rubbish in there the additives um yeah it's not, I think there's a perception that vegan products and alternative proteins that are trying to replicate meat are healthier when they've got a lot of chemicals in there at the same time. So it can be a bit of a catch-22 situation. Yeah. There are a couple of sort of major players in the sort of the burger industry who are doing sort of the meat-free burgers and they've come under a bit of scrutiny for the exact for that exact reason that they're sort of promoting health whereas the, they do have a lot of chemicals and whatnot in there and even then it's not necessarily um healthier in the sense that you know you less calories sort of sometimes the calories match yeah. up to uh, um, the meat equivalent so it's like oh okay so what's the point in going down that route if for, for if you're going down for health reasons if it's got all these chemicals in it and the calories are just as high why would someone pick that yeah, I guess it yeah. could be down to your intention, isn't it? You know, if you're promoting, you know, solely on the basis of I'm saving an animal here, then you, you probably would choose it. But if you are going down the health route, yeah, um, but then you are going to take that into consideration, and it is going to offer mm-hmm. you. But then that becomes a bit of an issue when we've talked a lot about health reasons, and the person that I know 
for example, changed, mm. switched to veganism for health reasons. So it then becomes a bit of an issue. However, having said all that, I do think that I, I, I would probably call this veganism 1.0. And I think there's so much happening in the industry and there's so many advancements in yeah. uh, cleaning up those alternative proteins. That I think by the time we get to veganism 2.0, Hopefully, it will be much cleaner and it will be a viable substitute mm. um, to the meat-based products that we consume at the moment. So there's a lot of potential on the horizon, but I think where we are at the moment, it's a bit of a tough sell, so, some, some of these vegan products with the chemicals in them. Mm. Yeah. I imagine that's not all products, all vegan products. It's... Uh, oh, 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 sorry. Hold on. Just to be clear. Just to be clear. So, uh, yeah, thank you. Just to be clear, so I'm, I'm I'm not saying veg all vegan products. I'm talking about vegan products that try to replicate uh, non-vegan products. So, for example, vegan cheese um, or vegan meat. So th those sorts of products that are replicating a non-vegan product, a meat-based product. Yeah. I was thinking as well, um, I don't know the exact sort of numbers and whatnot, but surely there are butchers um, might be struggling, you know, in terms of customers. If people are sort of moving towards a more vegetarian, vegan diet, they'll be losing customers. And I was sort of thinking about yourself, Hamza, as restaurants and takeaways and whatnot. If people start moving towards a more vegan diet, then you, uh, your business would be affected. Um, and I don't know if you've noticed any sort of impact now or whether you've even considered having a vegan item on the uh, menu. I mean, um, vegan options, everybody's catching on to vegan options. There's tons of them. The restaurant industry isn't really, they're not getting left behind, honestly. Everybody's, just look at Papa John's and Domino's and Pizza Hut. So I think they've jumped onto the bandwagon. It could be a bit trickier for butchers because that's their bread and butter, ultimately, mm -hmm. unless they start doing uh, plant-based meats as well interestingly i did yeah. see an article randomly yeah, i was about to say that as well <laughs> you were talking about the place in sherwood yeah yeah yeah, yeah go um, on. I'll, I'll vegan, butchers, on. vegan butchers opened up i didn't yeah. read the full article but i, I saw it, i was like oh okay that's interesting <laughs> vegan I, butchers. actually having said that having said that do you know what i tried some vegan sausages today this morning with breakfast All right. Uh, after about probably about 15 years, there were the Linda McCartney ones. So, and I remember 15 years ago, gosh, they were absolutely awful. They were horrible. <laughs> uh, I don't even know why I used to eat them, but they were awful. Tried them today, and they were they they, they were very close. They were really nice. Is this I was one very, of I was, I was gonna say, is this one of those that you went through on the ingredients and realized that it's just. <laughs> full of horrible uh, <laughs> I, I actually do you know it was um it it wasn't amazing there was some rubbish in there there were some <laughs> additives and chemicals in there but 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 it was that the, the, there was some decent stuff it was cleaner than i expected the ingredients list and bridging the gap between 1.0 and 2.0 vegan <laughs> <you> mentioned earlier <laughs> i think so because it had a texture, it had quite a meaty mm. texture. I, I mean, obviously, it wasn't a meat sausage. That's fine, but it it, it was quite close. 
it was quite close. So I was quite surprised. I was quite surprised at how far it's come in 15 years. Yeah, I can imagine they're doing a lot of research into um, replicating the taste and texture and getting closer and closer until perhaps you might not even be able to taste the difference. <laughs> um, I was going to say as well, my dad, I remember when was it, a couple of months ago, uh, he was complaining about customers because uh, because of the rise of veganism and people being more aware, he gets a lot more questions in the restaurant now from customers where they'll ask him, oh, does it have this in this? Does it have that in there? Does, you know, is it this? Is it that? And my dad's like, oh, I'm having to learn about all these things now just to cater for it. I mean, most restaurants, they have some sort of vegetarian option now, but obviously if someone's going for a vegan option, they need to make sure it doesn't have any mm. cheese products in it. It doesn't have any butter in it. It doesn't have this so my dad's now having to educate himself a little bit on these and he's just uh, and obviously people of that generation you know it, it's all new to them they don't quite understand that you know mm. they're still trying to adapt to it all where it's maybe a bit easier for our younger generation to adapt to that whereas the older generation they just think ah what, what's all this faff about <laughs> you know just eat it <laughs> yeah yeah i think there's going to be that knock-on effect of you know uh, educating um, as people are questioned in the industry. And, and, and like I said earlier as well, I think the, if we're questioning the food that we consume more and scrutinizing it better, that's a massive positive. We should be doing that. And like I said before, the quality of meat that we buy at the local halal butchers, and do you know what? You know, if you go to your halal butchers and you just have a conversation with them, about cuts of meat and quality they haven't got a bloody clue they haven't got the foggiest they are pretty much just automatons they're machines that just cut the meat cut the meat yeah. With, that's literally yeah. what they're there for if you go to a non-muslim butcher you they you know they've been i mean obviously not all of them and i don't mean all muslim butchers are like that so i don't mean that but um i do work with some butchers so I've, I've spoken to quite a few so I'm, I'm basing this on my experience i've spoken to quite a lot of muslim butchers and non-muslim butchers and they the non-muslim butchers some of them uh understand their meat very well and they're two three generations that have been in this trade so they know all their cuts and they mm. go from the whole carcass and cut it down into different cuts of meat so they know their t-bones from their filet mignon steak and sirloin they know all of that um and it, it, it's just a shame that you go to a muslim butcher they haven't got a clue and then that unfortunately translates down the whole chain so i know there's a big fixation on how the animal is slaughtered but then we don't look at everything before and after that as well which is a real shame which makes me very sad about the welfare and the well-being of the animal halal halal isn't just that few seconds where you slaughter the animal it's so mm. much more than that yeah and i just I, I hope inshallah i hope us as muslims can be a bit more responsible um and and hopefully i i, I hope um focus on quality rather than the quantity of the meat that we consume so if the, I mean, the point you made is really good, but I, just, I think people Muslims will find it difficult. I mean, unless you can recommend the place in Nottingham, how would I know that where I'm getting the meat from has good quality meat and, you know, the animal welfare is good? I mean, like that, there's one place down south. I know it's an online business. 
Um, I can physically go down and check the farm out and order it from there, but they do have an online presence, so I can order something online. But locally, that must be next to impossible, right? I yeah. mean, maybe you can share some, you know, it, tips on how we can find that out. So, I mean, some of these online companies I've had a look as well, and unfortunately, their supply gets uh, bought straight away because I've wanted to buy some stuff from them. Um, so it, it, it's I wonder whether it's a case of supply and demand and mm. what we're seeing with veganism happen where the demand is starting to increase. Mm. I think we're going to start seeing that and I think it would be great to... I, I, I don't mind paying an extra few pound per kilo if I know that the quality... If, 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 if there's some guarantee that it's free range as an example. Yeah. Yeah. Or if I could access organic halal meat... Um, I think that'd be fantastic. So Maybe start to set up a butcher's here in Nottingham. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the reason I say that is because they've—I think they've got one in Leicester. Um, so this farm that I'm talking about um, down south, I think they supplied to a butcher in Leicester. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, well, after the show, I'm gonna have to get the details from you. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll try and get the details from you. Um, but Maybe yeah, I'm not. pretty sure they supplied because we were considering me and my wife—we were considering going to Leicester to go buy some of this meat. And I was like, is it worth going all that way? <laughs> I mean, Leicester, it's not too far, but I thought just to get some meat when I can just go up the road two minutes, <laughs> you know, but you, it's something you have to consider, isn't it? Do you know what? We need to have a chat after after, after this show, because I need to get the details, because I will travel down and I will pick it up. <laughs> That's not a problem. So we need to speak. Inshallah. Um, and another thing, obviously, we spoke about sort of positives and negatives. Um, something that maybe within the next five to ten years uh, maybe i don't know maybe sooner uh, who knows but in singapore uh, something i wanted to let you guys know they've approved uh, i believe it's a restaurant um to have lab grown meat so obviously we spoke about vegetarians uh, veganism um i think going forward there'll be a trend for lab grown meat because obviously if animal welfare is an issue no animals are being hurt in this process of lab grown meat um what are your thoughts on that and is that something you think you know if approved uh being halal we we would be eating it as well i don't really know what lab grown meat you know i mean i understand the principle behind it but is it actually meat or is it like a vegan type substitute of meat what so, exactly is it so my understanding is and i'm happy to be corrected on this is that they take stem cells from an animal and then they fuse that with plant-based cells and then so that they, doesn't uh, require the, the slaughtering or killing of, of an animal then no it does it doesn't it, it it's okay. it, it's kind of like a synthetic meat i'm sure nobody in the industry would call it synthetic meat because that would put a lot of people off hmm. but it's it's almost like artificial meat is it like a hybrid? Almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you want to look at it like that. So in, in, I mean, even minus the Sharia type argument, because that's going to be an interesting one. But there's big ethical question marks around it as well, um, particularly around the stem cell part on how ethical it is. Um, so mm. it. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out, but th that would, 
minus all the ethical and the Sharia part of it, it would, it makes sense on paper because the population mm. is growing. We're trying to reduce the amount of meat and that could be a good substitute um, for meat consumption. Yeah. Uh, I just thought it would be quite an interesting way to sort of end our shows, sort of talk about, look, these there are things coming, you know, it started with vegetarians then veganism and now potentially lab grown meat can become a thing and it's something Muslims will have to whether we accept it or we don't accept it but it's something we need to maybe educate ourselves on and there are people um, you know scholars and whatnot already discussing these things and um, some people have some of these scholars they've compared lab grown meat to cultured meat saying it's you know it's not considered being slaughtered it's more similar to sort of yogurt and milk where it's something that's been extracted from a live animal so that would be interesting, um, you know, and it could be a good way for us to, you know, look after animal welfare and not worry about that. So yeah. I feel like we've had quite a decent discussion <laughs> about this trend of veganism. And I think overall, I think we've all sort of agreed that, you know, we should have more plant products in our diet um, for health and environmental reasons and the impact it has. Um, uh, Hamza discussed, you know, having being more uh, cautious, um, so not cautious, but being conscious of animal welfare, um, how they're being treated for the halal meat that we purchase and eat. Um, they have knock-on effects if, you know, if these uh, animals are being treated really bad, you know, if they're being injected with things, you know, it's all being consumed by us, it's going to have an effect on our bodies. So, um, inshallah, it's been a very interesting conversation. Um, We'd like you to drop us an email and catch up with us next week, inshallah. Asalaamu Alaikum.